Welcome to Feel More, Buy More, the marketing and advertising podcast from System One that puts its data where its mouth is. Today we're back. It's just myself and Tom here. Tom, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you, James. And today we're going to be talking about Christmas ads. Now, before I joined System One, Christmas ads, they were sort of something I'd see on TV in December in the run-up to Christmas. But System One have been doing a lot of work in terms of looking at the Christmas ads. We Every year, what we attempt to do is test every Christmas ad. And this this started off as a kind of, you know, reasonable claim. I guess we missed one or two, but it rapidly became an obsession. Um, and so this year, we're, we're coming up to... Uh, hunting out a hundred Christmas ads. So if you think there's just sort of, you know, a dozen of them out there, the big retailers, how wrong you are, because we have tested every single one of them. And the reason that we do that very obviously is so that, first of all, we get an idea of how much better the good ones are than the norm. Um, secondly, that we, you know, we don't want to miss any any ads that are kind of underdog ads that are actually rather good, uh, but that don't kind of get the kind of coverage and press that the big boys yeah. often do. do. Do they always come out this early? Like, well, when was the first Christmas ad we saw this year? Um, well, we started looking the day after Halloween, but actually it turned out that we'd missed a few already. So Costa Coffees, which has ended up in our top 10, um, that actually, they actually released that the week before Halloween. Oh, my word. I guess they were bringing it out, like, presumably when they when they got their kind of eggnog latte or whatever it is that they're going to do. Um I would assume that they they released their film, their, 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 they call it a film, it's a one minute ad. Um, they released their ad to YouTube on that day. I mean, it hasn't made any enormous waves and that is too early, I think, I don't think, you know. But generally the starter pistol is fired after Halloween. Um, and then the Christmas ad season sort of runs for the next two or three weeks. And obviously in the UK, a lot of it revolves around the, the timing and release of the John Lewis Christmas ad. This year, the John Lewis and Partners and Waitrose and Partners Christmas ad, because they teamed up um, with Waitrose. So it's sort of become a Christmas tradition to, to care about the ads, and it's kind of become the British equivalent of the Super Bowl, if you like, uh, what the Super Bowl is in the US. Um, so it is quite a recent thing, this obsession with Christmas ads. You look at, I was looking at the weekend of sort of, you know, old Christmas ads from the 80s or whatever, and it literally is just... Welcome to Woolworths. Here's some stuff that's on sale. Look, you can get a ZX Spectrum and it's on sale. And, oh, here's a Santa, an inflatable Santa. That's on sale too. And it's usually just someone, you know, maybe if they've really splashed out, they'll get like a minor celebrity from the 80s um, to walk around the shop and point out these bargains. But otherwise, it's just some nomarch who's walking around the shop and pointing out the bargains. And that's all the ad is. And it's very festive. There's jingle bells all over the soundtrack. You still get ads like that. But um, but obviously, storytelling is now, you know, became the norm. And it was John Lewis who brought that in. And that's partly why. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, th I think we should get into the ads now. Yeah, um, get, should, should we go 10 to 1 or 1 to 10? Let's, let's go 10 to 1. Let's okay, okay. Okay, a countdown. Um, um, so in at number the 10. Pop star. In yeah. at number 10. Number, well, number 10 is a good place to start because I believe it's Kevin the Carrot. It is indeed Kevin the Carrot. And I'll just play it now to refresh our memories. So, so Russell the Brussels Sprout, who's Kevin's arch nemesis, has got him tied up to a greater, indeed. Kevin then escapes to a circus tent 
out of nowhere. And inside the circus tent is a carrot Robbie Williams, who performs a vegetable-themed version of his hit, Let Me Entertain You. Um, and I, I believe, I haven't seen The Greatest Showman, but I believe there's also references to The Greatest Showman. It's great stuff. Uh, real, real, really pulling out all the stops with Kevin. I am really impressed, actually, that Aldi have stuck with Kevin. It's, it used to be one of the things that we used to always say every Christmas is, well, look, you know, brands should be using fluent devices more at Christmas time. Um, they should be kind of, they, they come up with all these brilliant characters and then they, um, then they, you know, they sort of let them drop. Like Monty the Penguin, amazing ad, five-star ad, uh, then you never see Monty again. What, what happened, you know, where was Monty the Penguin too? Now, in some ways, there's a purity to doing that. You know, in an age where everything is very left-brained and all about sequels and all about repetition, um, perhaps, perhaps you, you, you know, there's something honourable about doing that. But also, it does seem to be leaving a certain amount of money on the table um, when you do come up with a great character. Why not reuse them? And Aldi have really pushed Kevin the Carrot. Uh, it's, 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 it's four years now he's done it. And the great thing about this, the thing I was so pleased about this year, is that. He used to get like almost to the sort of fourth decimal place, exactly the same score every single year. Um, whether it was a good year or a bad year, Kevin would end up with a mid three stars. And it was like, oh, will, will people ever kind of really warm to Kevin? And this year he's got, I think, 4.7. So he's 4.7 and a 1.31 spike. Yeah, a decent spike and, uh, and, a, and a good star rating. And he's made that jump. People, you know, people now they see Kevin. Uh, they know Kevin and they like Kevin. They associate Kevin with Audi. So yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, if if, if you go back to uh, one of our earlier episodes with Orlando talking about fluent devices and how powerful they are, um, you, you talk about John Lewis dropping Monty the Penguin when that could have been a really powerful fluent device. Fluent device for them. Yeah, and you know why they do it. I mean, yeah. like, to some extent, John Lewis gets fluency because. You know, the, the excitement around John Lewis is what are they going to do this year? Who will the new character be? Um, so it's sort of, you know, it's like you can only have, you can't have the same person winning Britain's Got Talent every year. Um, you can't have the same character in John Lewis ad every year. But there is a kind of slight bittersweetness about the fact that these these brilliant characters only ever appear in one in one ad. So good for Aldi putting Kevin in, Aldi putting Kevin in. And... Um, and it's something actually that we've seen a bit this year of like campaigns repeating a little bit, um, sort of you know going going back to old older ideas or going back to previous ideas and kind of iterating them and and, and often making them work a bit better. Then we move to nine. Do you know who's at nine? Is this is this Costa? It is Costa Coffee. So let, let, yeah. let's ta let's take a little look. So bear walking through the forest. <laughs> sees another bear animated animated hearty embrace everyone's enjoying enjoying coffee together penguins bears a dog and a dog with a reindeer helmet on uh, which is not the last time we'll be seeing a dog with a reindeer helmet on in these adverts it's a simple ad i don't think there's any anything enormously sort of deep or strategic going on there. What I liked about it, I think, is that it's, 
it's a, it's a relaxing ad. Yeah, it is, it's got a bit of charm to it. It's yeah. about people coming together at Christmas. They've got a nice tagline at the, at the end, wish upon a costa. Um, it got 4.7, so yeah. the, the, the same as Kevin, and a 1.71 spike, so a good spike as well. Very good, actually. Probably, the, I think, maybe even the best spike in the top 10. You, I mean, you know, you can... What I, I think what's good there is that Costa are kind of carving a place out for themselves at Christmas as... You know, when are you likely to encounter a Costa Coffee at Christmas? You're likely to encounter it when you're doing your Christmas shopping on the sort of last bloody weekend of the year. Got a million bags, and it's like, oh, I could really do with a coffee. And you go in, and there is a, you know, nice steaming cup of mocha um, <laughs> waiting for you, prepared by a bear or a dog or an elf. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting we have less to say about this than with than with Kevin. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, not, it's not particularly memorable, I wouldn't say. It, it's just it's a nice ad. Yeah, and I don't think they've... I mean, I'm not sure it's, it's, it's on TV that much. Um, it's got a high score, whether they've done anything with it. I think it would have been a nice... You know, you could imagine a 30-second cutdown of that ad doing very nicely on TV and encouraging people, but I think that it's probably more a kind of like... Um, it's sort of establishing a brand identity for the for the season, which you'll probably see replicated in store a bit more. Yeah, definitely. And it kind of, it's a it's a tone setter, but it's a very successful tone setter. It it you know creates that sense of sense of kind of peace and relaxation and friendship that a coffee shop is going to want to to create. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's good that it's, it's putting the emphasis on togetherness rather than putting the emphasis on look at our zany flavours or kind of special cups or whatever that certain other coffee chains um, tend to do at Christmas time. Well, we, we move on to eight in our list. It's another animated special from, from McDonald's. Uh, yes, um, and here actually is, that I didn't realise it was quite so soon, but here's the other ad which has a dog in a reindeer outfit. Clippity-clop, clickety-top, clickety-pop. Jenny! What? Jenny, will you play reindeers with me? Uh, no, you're not a reindeer. Grow up. There's sort of two sources of drama in this ad, which is about a little girl who is, you know, loves reindeers. She's drawing reindeers. Um, and she's got a pet reindeer, uh, who is her kind of Monty the Penguin style bud, who, you know, does everything with her. She's also got a big sister who does not particularly you know, feels a bit too grown up for the whole reindeer thing. There's an extremely passive dad who does nothing all that except for, you know, drink his coffee and then say, oh yeah, I'll take the kids to McDonald's, which as a dad myself, I can sympathise with. Um, dad, I'm coming. And then at the end, what happens is that the uh, the sister is won over and is charmed. So, so the sister is won over, uh, all is well, and it turns out that the pet reindeer is the dog in a reindeer out. It is... Another really, really lovely ad. Yeah, um, this this definitely one. You know, this was this was a sort of. Hot, I was I, I I spent most of the ad. I have to say, trying to work out where they were going with the reindeer pet. Um, and if I have, I mean, it feels a bit churlish to have a criticism of an ad which got four point eight or four point nine. Four point eight um, did very very well for them. If I have, if I had any criticism of the ad, it is that you've actually got these kind of two slightly different sources of tension one is you know 
how what's going to happen with the kid and her big sister. And that's kind of the real sort of emotional through line of the ad and the climax of the ad is when the, the big sister puts on, you know, the reindeer outfit herself and kind of says, oh, us reindeer, um, and kind of joins back in with her kid sister's games. And that's a lovely moment. And, but you've also got this mystery as to what is this pet reindeer that suddenly turns up and that she's, she's got. And you're thinking, oh, what, is it a stuffed animal like in Monty? Is it a thing? And that, I like, that for me... That kind of, I think they, sh- I don't, I'm not sure that anything was particularly gained by having it, having this kind of sense that it was a reindeer rather than the dog and having this kind of second mystery because it means that you've got these kind of two, two threads in the ad. I don't know. Um, so yeah, good work, McDonald. Yeah. Um, mo- moving on to seven, which is Cadbury's Secret Santa. Um, is this more of a campaign than an ad? Yeah, they've 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 got an ad and they've broken it down into um, into two or three mini ads, mm. and they have um, and it's actually the campaign that they ran last year as well, and it's all about gifting um, and and giving people chocolates in secret. Do you want to know a secret? Give chocolate secretly to someone you love. Right, Tom, help help me out with this one because yeah. this got a four point eight. Yeah, and a one point three one spike. I don't. I don't get why that does so um, well. I think this is where, as as ever with ad ratings, uh, it does help to consider the category. Um, confectionery ads are, I think, the highest scoring average category in ad ratings. You know, while Christmas ads in general do better than do better than most ads, confectionery ads actually, on average, do even better than that. So a four point nine. Well, in, in absolutely no sense is it a bad score. And it lands it. It is a Christmas ad. deserves its place on the list. It lands in the middle of the list. But I think it's mostly getting that high score because of the chocolate rather than because of Christmas. Um, Cadbury have actually done other ads this year. They did one called Fence about um, a, a kind of old old man, you know, throwing kids' toys back over the fence when they land in his garden. Mm-hmm. And eventually to thank him, the kids throw over a bar of dairy milk. And that got a, a mid to high, fo- uh, high five-star so they've had this theme about gifting, about kind of chocolate as a gift. I don't think it's a particularly standout Cadbury's ad. Um, I think it just does it does okay here. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll move on to the number six on our list, um, which is the first five-star ad we've got on the list, which, yeah. which means already this year we've had six ads yeah. that are five-star and over. So, yeah, and it's worth saying that last year we had no five-star ads at Christmas. Uh, really? Heathrow Bears... Heathrow Bears was a strong four. Heathrow Bears was what won last year. They haven't done an ad this year that we've seen. Um, they might have one in the pipe, but um, yeah. So so everything from this point on would have topped last year's list. Yeah, it really would. My word. And th- 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 this one from Argos, five star, one point five two spike. Um, I believe we tested the thirty second edit. Um, uh, we yeah we tested both they both scored very well but the yeah. thirty second actually scored slightly higher mm-hmm. so um, I, I've, I've seen the longer one I think it's really good so let's just take a quick look at the thirty second edit. Yeah, no cover versions needed there. Um, <laughs> that is, of course, 
Don't you forget about me, uh, Simple Minds. And the point of the ad um, is, point of the ad in the full length is a dad is looking through the Argos catalogue, um, which is the, like the good old days, yeah. Um, in fact, they've, they've put all their old Argos catalogues back online to, uh, to promote this ad. So you can go back and look, get that nostalgic thrill. And he, that, sees, that. he sees a drum kit, and then it being the Book of Dreams, the drum kit appears. He, he plays on it. Um, he plays Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds. His daughter comes down and like initially is like, oh, my God, Dad, but then gets a drum kit of her own and starts joining in, and it's, it's, a, it's a very joyful ad. Definitely. Um, the, I, I've got to say, I, that's the first time I've seen the 30-second cut of that. When I watched the... When I first saw it, I watched the, the long, long cut, which was around two minutes. Yeah. It, and I watched the whole thing. I thought it was brilliant. I, yeah, yeah. I really liked the long of cut. it and uh, the, the, the different things coming in and then her, his daughter coming down. I just thought it was fantastic. And, of course, they're playing on the nostalgia. You really get that. We all remember going through the Argos catalogue and finding something, saving up money, especially at Christmas then go into Argos and I think they really really played well on the nostalgia there um so really really well done to Argos so this is this is definitely I think Argos's best Christmas ad and as you say they've really hit on something they've hit on a, a distinctive brand asset which is the catalogue and they've really worked it and it's it's great good stuff yeah. so well, well done Argos and it's just a shame you've been in such a impressive set of Christmas ads this year yes which moves us on to our our next ad, which is Tesco's Delivering Christmas. It's also got a, a dead five stars, but it also got a very high spike of 1.7. Yeah, really, um, uh, really strong, strong mm-hmm. spike. Let, let's, let's take a quick look at it. A shift before Christmas, come on. Take care of that. Merry Christmas. Oh, lovely ad. Yeah. Again, re- really, really nice ad. Um, it, it, it hits on cultural references. It goes back in time. It gets for for a lot of people. There'll be some nostalgia in there. Um, and it's just it's a, it's a nice story. You understand what's going on immediately. Really, really nice. Yeah. Yeah, lots of cultural references. I'd actually forgotten the the bullseye bit, which is actually the funniest bit. Um, and it's I think like it's one of the there are with some ads this year. I've been very pleased that they've got five stars, but I didn't know immediately I saw it that they, it was going to get five stars. And this is one where I thought, well, that's a five star. Um, and again, they've really raised their game because Tesco Tesco in recent years have gone very heavy on sort of realism thing it's it's all been about their you know their staff their um the in-store experience and that's because that's what tesco under dave lewis 
were trying very very much to push. They were trying to kind of really kind of, you know, win back their reputation as Britain's favorite supermarket, the supermarket where you got great service and what have you. Um, and it was friendly and it was kind of just a sort of very, you know, down to earth, grounded experience rather than the sort of fancy end of things. And obviously they were up against discounters. So there was a whole lot of strategy behind it, but it did make some slightly boring ads. Um, and the thing that they've done this year is they've kept that because they've got this delivery driver who's obviously a lovely fella and is, you know, kind of as, 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 as flummoxed as anyone would be in the situation and kind of, you know, is sort of adapting to it with good cheer. And that performance makes the ad, I think. And so it's getting across that message that, like, you know, we're the salt of the earth supermarket that employs these lovely people. But it's putting it into this, this context of this sort of, you know, great time travel fantasy, which is a, a lovely Christmas idea. 100%. And then... Then we've got another ad, which which is coming at number four, uh, and it also got five star. I got less spike, one point four, um, and I think it's your favourite of the bunch. Uh, I'm not sure it is because <laughs> I think I know which this one is. Um, this is Disney's one. Let's take a look. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring. So that Tom, why is this not your favourite? <laughs> it's not my favourite because I don't absolutely hate... I mean, I don't like... I'm not an enormous fan of Mickey Mouse. And I think he looks, a, frankly, a little bit disturbing. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan. The rest of the ad is basically showing off that Disney now are the undisputed entertainment kings of the globe and that they own... All of these distinctive assets. All of these characters, you know... Like we, these are, these are our characters. Here is Simba. Here is Elsa from the animated films. Here is um, whatever the name of the Roly Ball Star, Star Wars, Wars robot thing, yeah. is. We own Star Wars too. Don't forget. We own Star Wars too. Is there Marvel in there? I'm surprised there isn't. You know, Thanos in a Santa hat or something. Um, and obviously they've got Mickey and they own Buzz Lightyear, of course. So they 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 own Pixar. So they own absolutely everything. Um, or almost everything that you, you might have heard of or sort of that you might be buying your kids at Christmas. And this is why they've got five stars because, you know, the reason that Disney makes so much money is these characters are hugely, genuinely popular. Um, people love them. People like the idea. All they've had to do is basically just do a kind of conveyor belt of their, of their top brands, um, sprinkle a little bit of kind of stardust. So we, we move into our top three. Um, and coming in at number three is one of our underdogs. Uh, we have Jules, who, uh, before seeing this Christmas ad, I think both of us had never heard of yeah, Jules. Yeah, I had no idea who they were. And what they are is they are... They, they're, they're a sort of online department store. They sell homeware, they sell clothes, um, and they have done something unusual, but actually very, very sensible, um, for their Christmas ad, mm. which is that they have used a hired device. Hired they, device. Have, they have brought in some very famous characters. Should we um, have a look? Yeah. Right then. All ready for Christmas. Very nice, I say. Oh. Ah, that's better. Oh. Merry Christmas, Gromit, old pal. Oh. Oh. 
fairy lights. And obviously Wallace and Gromit are doing what Wallace and Gromit does do, which is uh, Wallace invents a bunch of Heath Robinson-style devices that, that don't really, you know, that are kind of designed to sort of automate Christmas. Um, and and they, 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 some of them kind of work and some of them fail in comical ways. Um, but it's, it's a very charming ad. At the end, uh, his final device kind of, you know, makes Gromit descend from the ceiling as a Christmas fairy, uh, quite a cross Christmas fairy. Yeah. Um, and then the, the strap line, uh, or the name of the ad, is Christmas at the click of a button. Really clever. Really clever, really nice. Just the tip-top ad. And I think Jules have gone the extra mile, and I really hope. I mean, I hope it gets a uh, TV thing. I think, you know, hopefully... Hopefully it gets seen. Yeah, hopefully it gets seen. I think that... Um, you know, we did our bit uh, because it, it came uh, top in its week. Um, so got a drum headline out of it. And I saw that they, they tweeted that and were very happy about it and kind of passed it on. Um, so, you know, I was, I was pleased to see that. Because I think it's a, it's a really nice ad. I think it's, it's, a, it's a really nice compact ad. They haven't attempted to go, you know, they've got 30 seconds of top quality animation very charming, good joke, fits their brand. One of the things that advice that is given to small brands is try and get fame, try and build fame, try and do things that make a big splash. And I wish them every every luck because I think this is this is this is doing that at the busiest time of the year with an ad that deserves to be seen and to be successful. Yeah, definitely. Um, mo- moving on to number two, the runner-up spot. The the, the runner-up spot, and it's, it's got to be said they've only just taken this off of Jules because um, they got the same five point four stars, uh, but they did get a one point six three spike, so a very high spike. And what interests me about this, um, and it, it, this was brought up at one of our recent Lemon events, was Amazon, uh, a big tech company. They're yeah. they're very much associated with programmatic performance marketing, uh, but they, they've they've really done a good job this year. Well, they've they do they've been doing quietly, I would say, better and better at it. All actually of the tech, the big tech boys. Facebook got its first five star ad in the US earlier this year. It's been one of the sort of underappreciated stories. Microsoft, of course, came best ad at the Super Bowl. Um, one of the underappreciated stories has been how good the people who are selling programmatic advertising and performance marketing are getting at old media advertising. They really know what works. What works are big emotional ads that build fame and get people talking. And that's what they're doing. That's what they're using. Would these people, you know, would these people be doing it if it didn't work? No, I don't think they would. Um, so in some ways, it's a kind of, it's a sort of do as I do, not as I say, um, scenario with these things you know do like look at look at what these big tech brands are actually putting their advertising budgets into everybody needs somebody everybody needs somebody to love someone to love someone to love everybody needs somebody someone so if you haven't seen this, um, what we have is we have humans singing this song, but we also have parcels singing the song. Uh, the Amazon delivery boxes, which is their big distinctive asset, 
and they're singing the old uh, Solomon Burke or Blues Brothers, depending on what generation you, you're from, um, track. So, yeah. And it's like lots of, lots of kind of love at Christmas, uh, friends, partners, everything, all giving each other these presents in Amazon boxes. The Amazon boxes are singing. Um, and by singing, we mean that the little like smile on the Amazon box has become a mouth and is moving in a animated fashion. And then at the end, just as with Tesco's, actually, the delivery driver herself gets to see her family. So that's a, a thing. A really fun ad. It's a really fun ad. It's fundamentally the same ad as last year's Amazon and I think the years before that. Not that there's any shame in that. As we said at the start of the podcast with Kevin the Carrot, um, it's, it's what companies in many ways should be doing is building on what works. And you can see, weirdly enough, actually, where Amazon's kind of... Um, famous sort of, you know, test and learn culture comes out is you can see them iterating every year. Like the initial one, the boxes didn't have that many different expressions. They mostly just smiled. Um, and now they've got all sorts of kind of, you know, emoji style impressions. So the boxes are doing, are doing more. They've introduced this kind of overarching slight mini story with the delivery driver. So it isn't just the kind of musical extravaganza. So they've taken the bones of an idea that was working and I think it got them four stars last year and they've built on it and it's now 5.4. So it's a very strong five. Well, I think, as you said in the little commentary, um, they're using their distinctive asset, the the Amazon boxes yeah. with the tape on, with the blue tape, with the smiley face. You know that's part of the ordering experience, and it, they in the ad, the boxes are part of Christmas. Yeah, and this is, I think this is one of the things that it's very easy for brands to kind of sort of slip back and try to try to kind of you know turn the clock back and create this sort of traditional Christmas and and such like. And actually, smarter brands are probably thinking, well, look, what are, what are the new traditions that, you can, that yeah. you can kind of think about or talk about? Amazon number two. It Amazon was number one number for a long two. time. Um, there only, can only be one winner. There can only be one winner, um, and that is John Lewis and Partners slash Waitrose and Partners. Yeah, um, with Excitable Edgar. Excitable Edgar. Now, this, Gordon, astonishing 5.8. It got 5.8. We, ha we have to go back. We weren't doing... Monty was, was long enough ago that we weren't doing decimal stars, so we will have to dig back into the vault to see if this has actually beaten Monty in terms of... Didn't it get a 5.3 in Top Trumps? Ah, maybe it did. Maybe it did. This is a, 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 our Top Trumps pack. And we have created two packs of System 1 superstars... 64 ads this decade, 32 from the UK, 32 from the US. Battle it out in a game inspired by the hit playground game Top Trumps. These are not, however, official Top Trumps. They're not official Top Trumps. Absolutely um, not. Um, and it, it, we, we've got a UK and a US edition. And in the UK edition, we have um, Monty, which actually got... Only a 5.3. So this is this has beaten Monty. This has beaten Monty. And to be honest, Tom, I'm not surprised. I absolutely love this ad. I adore it. I think it's fantastic. And I, we're going to watch it. We're going to watch it. Now, the great thing... Well, of course, the thing about John Lewis ads, they never have any actual dialogue. Um, they have... But in this one, we have um, Dan Smith of Bastille. Yeah, they have sound effects and they have a song. I 
And the song used to get to number one actually quite regularly, but in the streaming era, it's much, much harder to do that. So it's, uh, and it, it, it starts off with Edgar, this lovely little adorable dragon. Melting an ice ring, melting a snowman. And yeah. he's, he's very embarrassed, he's very he, upset. He just wants to join in at Christmas. And all the village get together for the Christmas tree. <laughs> he's He's been muzzled. He's been muzzled. But then, disaster. He gets so excited. The fire comes out of his ears. And there we go. Oh. And the, the villager's Christmas tree is burnt. And now they're all scared of Edgar because he's ruined I love Christmas. that shot, by the way, where the, the two villagers throw the water direct yeah. to camera. And then Edgar runs away. He's sad. He's upset. Oh, no. His, no. his little friend, his human friend is called Ava, by the way. I okay, learned this Ava. by watching the making of Excitable Edgar. Um, and Ava has an idea. Yeah, Ava's now cooking the bread, which is the dragon's normal plan, having to do it herself. Knocks on Edgar's door. Edgar sheepishly opens. She's got a present for Edgar. And he smiles. And he smiles. What can it be? What could it be? We'll find out. Big Christmas dinner with the whole village. A hilarious trumpet blow. And Edgar is at the door. Everyone's terrified. Edgar's going to blow the hole. And there he goes. And he lights up the pud. Lights up the Christmas pudding. And the whole village is happy. Probably a Waitrose and Partners Christmas pudding. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, Edgar's so happy. There we are. With the tagline, show them how much you care. Tom, fantastic, isn't it? Absolutely. I love it. Lovely stuff. Can't fault it, really. Um, I've 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 sometimes not been that down with some of the John Lewis ads. Um, it's felt like they've been coasting a bit. I thought they took a big risk last year with Elton, and I actually liked that ad a lot. But it, it didn't score terribly well with the public. It did okay. It got got a reasonable three stars. It's their best use of a song for a long time as yes. well, because often they go for that kind of like slightly plinky plonky style. Um, but they kept in a lot of the kind of bombast of the original I Can't Fight This Feeling. Um, and and it really works for, for Edgar's hell-raising, fire-breathing antics. And he's just, I mean, he's a great creation, really good really good creature creature acting from the, the digital studio who created him and really good human acting from the little girl. And I think it's that, it's that, it's that betweenness, as Orlando would, would say, um, you know, that right-brained betweenness that really makes... I agree. Um, the, the, the song in particular, as you were saying, um, is probably one of the only ads I've ever listened to because I hadn't heard that song before. It's probably the only ad I've ever listened to and fired up Spotify to find the ad and listen to it because it's just it's such a really good song. I, li I like Bastille um, and the music anyway. Um, and just I, I have to admit, I did that with the IKEA Grime ad. Did you? Um, you? You listened to the IKEA Grime ad? On Spotify? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DWE, Silence the Critics. Oh. It's, a, it's a cracking track, James. Um, the other half of the John Lewis ad, uh, well, also probably worth saying that I think that the Waitrose element um, actually works really well because 
one of the the way they put it in the making of ad is it's thoughtful gifting, which is the John Lewis thing, but then also thoughtful hosting. Um, now I'm not totally sure if the if the the, the thoughtful hosting, other than they let this dragon in, um, <laughs> despite the fact that he's destroyed their village tree, uh, which is nice of them, I guess. But um, but I think that the I think that you know Waitrose ads tend to involve some kind of big big feast. Um, whether that's at the scale of a robin having his mince pies uh, while humans have their Christmas dinner, or whether uh, they did an ad a couple of years ago where there were lots of people snowed in, and it's had, you know really beautiful landscape photography, and then people snowed in in this cabin and making do with with Waitrose food that they somehow had in this cupboard. Um, but that's always been it's always been the kind of conviviality and stuff, and so that actually provides a really great natural climax for a, a for the story of Excitable Edgar. So you kind of, you know, you get the best of both worlds. So I think that it's not just, you know, the Waitrose, the Waitrose side of the equation has brought something something new and something fulfilling yeah, into I, the ad. I, I think you're right. Um, I've, I wonder, do you ever think we'll see Edgar come back, considering it scored so well? No, because I don't think, I don't think that's, I think, you know, Edgar, the, the thing about the John Lewis characters is that they get their happy ending. Um, and their story is is told. I think I th my feeling is, and this really reminded me um, a lot of uh, Julia Donaldson picture book, the Gruffalo people at the Gruffalo Zog, um, smartest giant, and which I read to my kids when they were, you know, growing up a few years ago. Um, and it's very much that kind of story where, you know, you don't. It's it's not built for a sequel. Um, and, and this is the sort of other side of what we were saying earlier. If you are only planning for one thing, then you can tell a really full, satisfying story. Um, I do think... It was interesting, actually, that John Lewis and Waitrose released a kind of highlight reel of their ads, um, which had cameos from, like, not new appearances, but, like, little excerpts from Monty, from um, the, the Waitrose Robin, uh, from, I think, like, Moz the Monster was in there, the bear and the hare. Um, and that probably is something that they should do every year because that got almost five stars just by itself. People really loved seeing the old characters again. Whether they want to see the old characters in new adventures, I'm not sure. Um, it's, you know, I, I think... Would, would you like to see Edgar back? No, well, I think it's perfect as it is. I mean, it's, it's you know, I might, I, I might, next time I'm passing a John Lewis, uh, have, a, have a sneaky look at the Edgar merch... Again. Um, oh, you, you've got to. I, I'm to see what there is. I have a feeling. I feel like, given that it's got five point eight stars, we should we should get some. We should get an Edgar for the office to wrap up. John Lewis, Waitrose, amazing ad. It, how how is that score of ads on all time? Five point eight. That must be. Um, and, the, and the ones we tested. Yeah, in terms of the Christmas ads, I mean, it may. Is it? Can we say it's the best Christmas ad ever? I don't know. I mean, I, it would be hard to. It would be mm. hard to find a five point uh, a higher. 5.8 we have tested some things that have got slightly higher scores than that just overall um but yeah like last year's top ad in the whole uk not just christmas but in the whole uk i don't think anything got above a 5.7 so it, it could easily be the best ad of the year yeah um yeah absolutely almost an almost perfect score there was an omission this year um of our winner from last year the heathrow bear are you surprised they didn't come back 
Uh, well, they've done it. They've done three years in a row, so they were well on the way to becoming a fluent device. It is still only November the 22nd, I think, or 21st. Um, there is time for the Heathrow Bears to make an appearance. I wonder if they're... I don't know whether they're having a rest um, or whether the you know marketing budgets have shifted or priorities have shifted or they feel like it's run its course as a, as a concept. Um, those were some very good ads. Um, it's worth saying they never got a five star ad, but yeah, they, they got yeah. a succession of fours. They were they, um, they, 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 they were really nice. Um, I mean, uh, another omission, uh, and it, it could still come uh, in terms of our testing. We are, as you say, um, on the. It, worth saying actually, there are a lot of ads that got a lot of attention and that actually scored very well. Uh, like Sainsbury's Nicholas the Sweep got very high spike score and 4.1 i think 4.2 stars yeah um, and that is a you know a four star ad is a strong ad very there's nothing strong. absolutely nothing wrong with that and it was a good ad very right brained um, lot of yeah very right brained lot of people's favorite um but you know didn't get into our top 10 because a it was 1.8 spike yeah massive spike massive spike almost unprecedented probably because they they branded it really cleverly that ad um, mm. there's lots of little mentions of sainsbury's just to kind of you know seed who it is all the way through without it ever overwhelming the story so tom just the final question i have for you you've looked at around a hundred christmas ads so yes. far this year what what's been your your favorite outside of the top 10 what's been your favorite i have a soft spot for the ikea uh, yeah, the IKEA grime ad. I think that's that was a very strong ad. Not especially festive, uh, in any way, um, but just a just you know, a good ad that happened to come out at Christmas. One might almost say. The other one, and I will get my my right brain card revoked for this. Um, I ended up watching it about five times and laughed more every time at Burberry's oh, ri- ridiculous gosh. ad in which in which a guy made up to look as a fawn. Look like a form kind of capers across across the stage uh, while a voice goes, "What is love? What is love? I think I know." Um, that is a one point one. It's a one point one. I mean, it's a it's a. I know why it's a one point one. I think because I watch too many Christmas ads, <laughs> the stuff that the big fashion houses do and the small fashion houses, indeed, is always so ridiculous that it makes me. It makes me smile. Do you know what the spike it got? Can you guess? Hi, I would say. Like 1.5? Spot on, 1.52. All right, well, thank you very much for joining us on on this Christmas ad special. I cannot believe it is not even December and we've got all of these ads and we've already released our our top Um, ten. Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all of you who are listening to this closer to Christmas time. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks, John Lewis and Edgar, for a uh, terrific, a guy. worthy chance. As always, you can find all of our content at system1group.com. Follow us on social media at system1research. All of the links and references from this episode will be in the show notes, which also includes a free trial to our ad rating products.